Hello! My name is Kevin, and I'm the ape drawing with crayons in the home of your one-night stand. And I'm Michael, and I'm an eavesdropping museum aide. And welcome to Subtitled Cinema, a podcast dedicated to non-American films. Each week, we'll be watching a film from a different country. We invite you to watch at home so you can follow along. This week, The Square, directed by Ruben Osterlund, a comedic satire following the mishaps of a notable art museum curator as his personal and professional lives unravel. Getting straight in, one of the first scenes that we wanted to talk about was right near the beginning where Christian, which is the museum curator's name. Our protagonist. Our protagonist, Christian, love him to death, where he gets his phone stolen. I knew he was getting his phone stolen the second... I had no idea. Really? When did you know until he was, like, tapping himself? When, exactly. When it was uh, the shot from him behind and he's, like, tapping and I'm yeah. like, oh, he just got robbed. I thought it was performance art. I thought it was because we were, you know, in the museum kind of sphere. We had just done the interview with Anne. Yeah. And it's like, what is art? Like, yeah. if we put it in, like, how is it exhibited? All mm. of this stuff. Yeah. So I thought, like, this was kind of an extreme example of, like, the public sphere some artists kind of manipulating it to kind of show like oh nobody's stepping in to help and that's the commentary yeah which on a meta level i think it still i was. think so i feel like the, in the movie itself we're talking about like giving and offering help in this instance somebody was asking for help and that and was nobody. like an immediate betrayal though oh yeah oh I mean, the yeah, person yeah asking for help was then the one taking the one advantage taking of it, it. Yeah. yeah because you kind of have that working on a dual feature where this woman is like running through the streets frantic clearly claiming her life is in danger and yeah. nobody steps up and then the one person who gets kind of roped in because christian doesn't step up per se he kind yeah, of he, like, he gets invited he, the other yeah. person points at him he's like hey help me out and he's exactly. like yeah good idea so he's kind of a bystander who's get like he, he gets grabbed into the scenario you can also kind of like look at his position when he's like hot and bothered afterwards and he's like oh that was like thrilling and it's like <laughs> the bit of action he's seen first time ever i guess right this is him being like wow let me like pat myself on the back yeah this like noble deed he definitely he definitely is like a pat yourself on the back kind of guy it is and i think it definitely situates him there's some part later on oh you know when he's making the video to the kid the arab yeah, kid yeah when he's like we come from different worlds yeah. like you and There's your society like needs my to get people like my co- yeah and this is like tw- well towards the end of the it movie. is well towards yeah. the end so forgive me for jumping whatever around, whatever but- that I think this first scene very much situates Christian yeah. as this like socially elite, economically well to do, yeah. a little the Tesla of justice. The Tesla of justice. He's a little ungrounded from like the people that he's constantly seeing and the beggars he's constantly walking past. Which, as per shots in the film itself, and just contradicting the message of the art piece, the installation that they're curating, which is all about togetherness and reaching out and helping right, others despite rights. of you know uh, circumstance. Mm-hmm. They, the, the art world, they themselves are not doing that. And the whole idea that we're having this installation, well, no one's ever in the square. Yeah. No one ever really abides by it. Everyone just kind of pats themselves on the back for, like, acknowledging it. It's all kind of, like, messaging, and so much of it is about, like, donors and funding yeah. and making things work. Like, the logistics of, you know, how can we sustain this museum without giving as much focus as, like, well, what does it actually mean to yeah. live out these values? I mean, within the movie, you have that, like, pile of gravel exhibit that everyone pokes their head in, <laughs> and then goes, immediately uh, and leaves. For me. You couldn't even take a photo of it. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. And that was, like the, that was, like, the most engagement we had seen. That was the yeah. furthest we'd ever seen anyone that, walk in. And that's in this museum that's desperate for funding. But even when the art itself is messed up, they're replacing it themselves with gravel exactly. that they're finding because that's what it is at the end of the day. The whole stuff of that we're putting into a museum, putting on a pedestal, and that we need all this much money for is piles that, of gravel that are away. being Yeah, everything yeah. they're attributing to it kind of... Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, on the topic of, like, kind of deconstructing and understanding some of these pieces, did you have ideas? Like, what did the square mean to you? 
I think as far as like the film director meant what the movie was trying to say I think the the, the square is just like kind of a product of hypocrisy I was reading an interview with the director Ruben Ostlund Ostlund we're gonna get all these names really correct I, I'm not a Swede as always but how the movie it's is really it's not necessarily a dig at the art world in particular I wouldn't say so yeah, yeah. that's his words a backdrop and this is really just talking about like the hypocrisy of elite individuals and how you know, while they all want to be, and this is a major theme in the movie, politically correct, and how they all want to be dignified and, and well-to-do and informed and educated, they're also all kind of terrible people. Absolutely. Like, it comes down to just being posturing. Yeah. And, and as we said, like, know, Ignoring those that help, but then celebrating yourself for spending all this money exactly. to have an empty square. So here's, like, $10 million so that we can, like, look at some dirt, yeah. you know, instead of, like, doing anything else, help. like, tangible help. Yeah. What kind of the mission statement How many times did do? we see all these beggars just being, like, one kroner, just, like, yeah. one, and now we have, like, millions and millions and millions. Yeah. Uh, Christian even says, like, incomprehensible sums of money mm-hmm. of just these, like, socially elite just throwing around. And the, talk about patting yourself on the back when he gets his wallet back, and then he just, like, this one's for you, go to, to the beggar in the oh street. Oh, my This gosh. one's for you, and also this one, one. one. and then also yeah. this one. It's like, like, this is not You for, don't have to draw this out. Yeah. This is for you, Christian. And this yeah. is so you can be like, and I'm still giving you money. Yeah. <laughs> After like doing something kind of, kind of like wrong I in order to get his wallet back. I think threatening. Yeah, absolutely. The moment that idea came up, I was like, this is not <laughs> like this is not a good course of action at no. all right now to give it to every single person. A creative one though. It got a results. Cre- it got results, but like, wow, to just wildly yeah. be like, he, we are well, going to like invade your home with this yeah. letter and like, they're very much in threaten a very, you. Yeah, in a literal sense, just kind of painting broad brushstrokes, just being like, all right, well. There's nothing wrong if we just kind of Throw depict it. everyone like this. Yeah. And the one person I'm looking for will come forward. Like, yeah, that's, like, meaningless to you, but you see this one child who you're now, like, exactly. putting in a bad... Okay, cause chaos for you! <laughs> I loved him so much. That child actor deserves all everything. I feel like the director just said, like, you know, just fuck it up. Like, yeah. fuck it up. But so this <laughs> unanimous kind of treatment of, like, vast swaths of people, I think, definitely, it has real tangible consequences for the people yeah. that Christian is not thinking about at all. All he's concerned about is his property and the wrong the very minor i would say but the wrongdoing that's been done onto him and that in turn causes him to commit wrongdoing on like such a disproportionate scale i think that kind of feeds in again to how disconnected he is from the lives of like his museum goes but the lives of the people around him that he's so rarely actually looking at so that's something i was interested in as well because kind of throughout this movie i saw a lot about like attention and like where's our attention who are we overlooking how is our attention being interrupted or disrupted and like what are we being distracted from and how are we being distracted well that definitely reminds me of the Tourette scene yeah uh, during absolutely. the interview with uh, that famous art I think Some, the, not, the guy yeah. with the gravel I think it was his exhibit I think, it, I think you're right because it yeah. was like how do you like touch ground like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like, oh my ingredients the soil the dirt the dust and I'm like All right, right so we're introduced to this very classic like oh he's a prestige artist yeah. we're like understanding his work and then plot twist, like we have somebody in the audience who involuntarily is feeling like obscenities and yeah. being disruptive, being disruptive to that space in, yeah. in like that space, yeah. um, in a in a role where the audience is expected to be attentive and silent. Eventually, you have that one patron who steps in and says, "Let's all practice preaching." Big know, shout out to him. Yeah, big, he, big shout out. Like if that happened in real life, like that person, incredible stuff. By the way, this scene was inspired by real life uh, events that yeah. the director lived through. 
just pretty much exact same thing where someone with Tourette's was shouting out yeah. in the audience and everyone in the audience was like, uh... Well, th- this movie was inspired by another art installation that the director did, but it was more similar to the one that you see later in the movie about the two choices that are being made. about like, Do you trust people? Do you not trust people? Oh, really? Yeah. So there's a lot of lived experience, I imagine, Absolutely. like kind of enveloped in this movie. Like Especially, the, I mean, the, the poking fun is accurate. It's oh, pointed. 100%. And, you know, the director also mentioned in another interview the whole, like, exhibition, non-exhibit. The, the beginning with yeah. the interview with Anne, he was like, yeah, I just stole that from one of my coworkers. Like, <laughs> I was working on film in the department, and he was the art history guy. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to just take that. But to, to backtrack a little bit to the back to Tourette scene. Yes. Um, I, I, I think... Again, going back to like that theme of political correctness that's kind of like throughout the movie, it's really I found it to be really only directly dealt with at the very end where they say like, "Oh, you're bowing in the political correctness and stuff like that." But I think it's the way like everyone's kind of dancing on eggshells yeah. and trying to be like appropriate and how they it really the subversion of that like with the the viral video that we'll talk about in a second. But ta- you know, the audience's reception to the man with Tourette's was like kind of not feverish obviously, but no. there was definitely some naysayers in there and the interviewer herself was also trying to like dismiss like, him. Like kind of yeah, it to, was, to, like, it was definitely floor of the treating museum. like a, let's kind of like skip over this. Yeah. Like let's do our best to ignore it. Yeah. Like in the same way we ignore the beggars and the yeah. same way we ignore, you know, everyone that Christian is not paying attention to. Yeah. And I think for me, like, one of the big takeaways of that scene was, like, they were so worried about that political correctness, that, yeah. like, oh, what's the right thing to do in this scenario? Yeah. That they weren't really treating each other, much less the man with Tourette's, as other human beings. Yeah. And just being like, all right, we're in kind of, like, a, a little bit of a wonky situation. How yeah. can we move forward here? No, it was more about, like, oh, like, how do we treat the weird, like, involuntary? Like, yeah. you could see it in the audience's faces, everyone getting very uncom- uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable situation. Oh, absolutely, it is. But, uh, so shout out to that guy for speaking up. Oh, yeah. No, that was fantastic. I also love the sex scene, which I just have to talk about. Because I, I think this, this movie... Uh, you can't talk about this movie without talking about how funny it is. Oh, yeah. Like, this it, movie... I was laughing was, so, very yeah, hard. Laugh out loud laughing. moments. The, okay. Speaking of the sex scene, sorry. Yeah. When she comes in with the trash can <laughs> and she pops the lid open... Oh, my God. I just love, like, the image of him clutching it to his oh, chest. Like, yes. it's mine. My if, seed. A, it is. That is yours. <laughs> <laughs> I like why do you want it yeah why, why do you want why it? Do you want it and she's like you know <laughs> and what are you insinuating drove me nuts yeah. every time Anne was on screen I was like what's happening yeah. I think another part of the condemnation of the art world was when she was making fun of the guy at Tourette's that's yes. politically yes. incorrect and just like bad behavior super insensitive yeah. absolutely terrible when she's like yeah at the party when she's like oh and she yeah. like claps and yeah and that's not cool that is like, not something to laugh at but she was kind of doing it to like you know put an impression the on, the, on the art curator himself or the, yeah. you know, the, I mean, our protagonist yeah. which i think is you know this kind of closed ignorance that they kind of live within I you know they're so literally too, partying yeah. in like the king's quarters exactly and it's like i have the keys yeah. to like the like their room or whatever yeah, exactly. all of this like special access all of this very like we're going to throw these elaborate like wasteful in, yeah. a, in a big sense you know like yeah. extravagant events for yeah. all of our donors and our protagonist i mean did all you know wrote this like mail to send to a poor person to get like mm-hmm. however much money in his wallet back he in got his a phone. New phone like waiting for his yeah. old phone like no problem yeah not only that i mean like he, he it didn't really matter to him like he gave the money away immediately afterwards yeah. but this is a guy who's you know th- these this sort of wealth doesn't 
justify what he did. Like, it's not like he's right. getting back millions of dollars. It was, like, pocket cash. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that also kind of speaks to, like, how he's not really, like, present like in his, his own stature and standing. Little, a little disaligned from just the needs of everyone around him. Than Definitely. Like his own needs, I'd say, because... I feel like, honestly, on a meta-textual level, kind of, this yeah. entire movie was almost like a distraction. Like, kind of going back to this whole thing of distractions, because, I mean, yes, it's about Christian and the PR firm figuring out, like, the square, like, how are we going to do it? But the actual tangible things we, on, we see on screen is so little of that. We and do. I mean, I want to tie a few, few of these yeah, things No, together. please. I was uh, just um, going to say real quick, like, and then it's just, like... It's just Christian, like, going through different, yeah. really strange situations, like, not focusing on the square. Yeah, the baby in the corner in the pitch meeting. Yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, when him and Anne are having a conversation, the chairs are, like, rattling in the background. Was which so was magnifique. That was one of my favorite scenes, um, I know the Tourette scene kind of speaks to that. I mean, it, it I is, so too, it is yeah. like, how we're all supposed to, like, be acting in accordance but um, it's such a, you know, pat yourself on the back kind mm-hmm. of club mm-hmm. that it dismisses its own bad behavior. Right. So much of it is like posturing yeah. and like trying to figure out what to do. And none of it is actually concerned about like how we can support one another. Like, yeah. like going back to that chair scene with Anne, like you have like this very intimate conversation. Yeah. Out in public where Christian clearly doesn't want it. Yeah. But what's more than that, you have this, like, melding in that scene of, like, this very weird, like, strange, like, we are navigating something where we are both vulnerable and how to go forward on that in a public space while we cannot hear each other. Yeah. Literally unable to communicate, unable to see each other eye to eye. Yeah. And now we're trying to, like, figure each other out. Like, uh, there's no way. There's too many barriers. You inside of me. Jesus Christ. Every... <laughs> And freaked me out. Yeah, no, she was like, was like, like every, on the... every time she like tilt her head forward and like look at him, I was yeah. like, this actress is across. Yeah, are you not something. turned on by my power? That was so weird too. That yeah. was a little weird. That was a bit of a shift in tone. Talk in that about like positionality, you're quite right? A catch. She's like, why? Like you're quite a catch. Oh, he flipped it on her <laughs> so well. Like, like she was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> so yeah, just so much. Like I think, I think it was in the artist statement for the square. Something about like. There was some explanation about, like, this is a term about social relations and yeah. how we relate to each other and in the ways that we do that. And I think we just see that replicated scene, scene through scene through scene where Christian is a boss during the Tesla of Justice as yeah. he's, like, going in and he's like, how am I going to trust you if yeah. you, like, can't do Yeah, that was weird. That was him, like, yeah. pushing around his power a little yeah. and being like, well, the positions seem wrong to him. Yeah. So, therefore, he's going to, like, try to correct it, yeah. kind well, of. Yeah, well, really dismiss it. You know, like, dump off the problem to somebody else. Yeah. And assert blame elsewhere. Yeah, like, he was not comfortable doing something. And despite there being no, like, preconceived contract of, I forget the other man's name. Michael. It yeah. was Michael. Oh, shut up. Wow. Uh, despite... <laughs> Them never agreeing that it would be the one to Michael go, and now yeah. he's suddenly like trying to force him into that vis a vis his positionality as a boss. I-, I thought when he was slipping the the notes into each person's apartment, that was brilliant. Technically fantastic. Yeah, this movie was technically awesome. Absolutely, there were so many. I think there were so many good shots, and there were so many shots where it was almost not filler, but you know, we were allowed to sit in a lot of spaces. Yeah, I was gonna say like you kind of sit with every shot, in this and movie. I really really appreciate that, and I yeah. think it feeds in so much like what is art like. Just because we feature it in the movie, is it cinematic? In the yeah. same way, like, just because we put it in the museum, is yeah, it yeah, yeah. art? I'm thinking specifically of the scene in Christian's house when we see it for the first time. And you get this really slow, like, pan yeah. to the right of, like, the mirror, and then, like, the painting, and then, like, him, to finally, like, receiving his children. Which, surprised, like, showed visit. up quite late in quite the movie. Quite late. And played a role. They certainly did. They, they were in the movie. <laughs> they, you know. They, they followed him around as he did stuff. <laughs> 
they showed he you know he's like a flawed you know he's trying his best I suppose like he's yeah. a flawed father figure as well he like snaps at them and yells yeah, but, but, he, but he's also kind of getting distracted getting very or, distracted. or you know, impeded by so many other things mm-hmm. from you know and things that shouldn't even relate to each other his relationship with Anne was affecting him in, in his business meetings right. his children were affecting him and just like other you know personal aspects throughout his life and right. his own relationship to um the the Arab kid who was causing that's him what chaos. I was thinking yeah exactly yeah. like the the fact that they were like similar there was so age cross wiring exactly and that he only really like starts thinking about the Arab kid as like a child I'm yeah. as like another human being once he pushes him down the stairs yeah. but once his daughters are there once yeah. like everyone is kind and of like he witnessing fell this down kid. the stairs uh, <laughs> sorry, when he like stuck his leg yeah, and yeah. I was like no <laughs> I want to talk about that scene a little bit actually yeah. where he gets haunted by like yeah. his cries for help and yeah. he can't he can't find the source yeah the amount of times a character in this movie went help whether yeah. it was christian himself or any of the beggars or the arab kid or, or the, just you know, people robbing him exactly like another big takeaway for this movie was was for me was just like you know we all need help yeah. in one way or another at times and it's just the ways in which we completely like it's so callous the way that we just yeah. walk on by and kind of refuse to even hear yeah. these calls i um loved the way they blew up that child in the viral video. oh my god <laughs> when it drops to like low res <laughs> and then the cat oh oh my god why was that like Arabic uh, flash in Arabic? Yeah, I don't know. Like, there were I think so many different... universality. Everyone's like, invited. That PR firm was going nuts. Yeah, they really like like hammered it home with that. So, God, blonde child with blue blonde eyes. Child. Swedish features. Quintessential. We just, the amount of times where they're like, so how does the child get hurt? And they went, so <laughs> this is the premise for the commercial. And they're like, how does he get hurt? So in the commercial, it's like, <laughs> those two, it, they were so funny. That was um, really good. I thought that they were very well acting. You know, uh, rock, the paper, rock scissors, paper scissors was uh, super funny. That, yeah. yeah, just that whole the whole pitch I thought was fantastic. And yeah. then again, going back to distraction, like Christian, you said he was dealing with Anne in that yeah, scene. Yeah. So when after the, when they do their pitch and Chris, right, uh, Christian's comes, missing yeah. and he shows up a little bit late, you can see in the background through like like the layer of glass, right. the glass wall, and then like further on the other mm-hmm. side of the uh, building, you see him and her talking. They're they're out of Hashing focus. Hashing it out. Yeah. Right, right. But but they're... Unless I super saw I it I personally missed it. I think it, like, makes, I think it makes sense. I think then it he, makes sense he, too. because yeah, then he runs in and he's like right. distracted. And, and and the, the, it's why he's late. Exactly. Like, like look at the power of distractions, right? Like yeah. that one kind of like slip up is what causes him to Everything resign. Everything is Anne's fault. If, no. <laughs> <laughs> If he had just given her the condom, <laughs> so I don't know, like, <laughs> when she like grabs it and like runs off with it, I'm yeah. like, damn, like, she like takes it and go that monk chimp yeah. in her apartment. Oh, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do at all. He was like painting his nose the crayon. He I, was, I thought it was lipstick. He was, he I was thought, dulling I, himself. I thought it was up. a crayon. He Whatever was, like, it was, you know, he was, he was doing. A I think the only like true purpose that it has is to somehow contrast itself to the, the, later the performance. performance. Yeah, the performance art later. Frankly, when he started picking up. Uh, whatever it was in drawing, I yeah. was like, oh, like... That's why I thought they were crayons. Who can create art? Like, no, exactly. Like, you know, like, this is a chimp, like, doing some stuff that I'm sure, like, if you pinned it up in his museum, people would go nuts yeah, for it. Yeah, oh my god, an animal made this? Right, yeah. so it's like, there's just... Oh, and then, the, how many times we saw the scene of a different actor, it was like a video in the museum, do you remember, like, the whole yeah, wall, and yeah, it was yeah. just eight noises yeah, over him, like, just, like, breathing heavily? First of all, what a wild exhibit. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I loved seeing as much of that as we did. I did, and I was like, oh, it's gonna come back later. Oh, so this is completely random but every time like the music kicked in oh like, the, yeah <laughs> every time the score is used i thought like superbly throughout i this. thought so too it, it generated like 
kind of a lot out me. You kind of get like that disarray feeling. Like you're getting you're getting thrown into a situation. You're like unsure how to deal mm-hmm, with it, mm-hmm. which uh, both combines with like that anxiety you feel when you need help. Like there's a there's a yeah. problem and you're dealing with it and you're unsure how to like kind of go right. about it. Whatever you're you're tossed in that like ambiguity. Yeah. Like and I it, don't know. I don't know how to plot a course of action from yeah. here. And it can have to be like a literal sense. Like I can't find my children. Right. Or there's a man with Tourette's in the background yelling obscene right. like, things. I've like I've never how, been like uh, an know. audience member in this. Like how am I supposed? Like how am I supposed to? Big yeah. air quotes there. Like yeah. act. Like speaking of you know like acting and controlling behavior. Yeah. The ape scene the performance artist who is performing as an ape comes in. Whoa! That scene was... First thought? was wild. First thought, excellent acting. Excellent, absolutely. Until he starts dragging her away, I was 100% on board. I was like, yes, let's mess with some, like, rich white folk. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I I was kind of off-put. When the first guy left, I was like, okay, like, when's this going to finish up? And then yes, when, I was when he jumps on top of the table, I was like, "All right, this is furthering go like an more, escalation." More than and anyone then really. More and more people for. are leaving, and then I, I yeah. took a, I took out a second. I looked at everyone else's faces, and they're all pretty terrified. They're just yeah, looking down, looking silent, down, yeah, like like, like doing what that, really. that like prompt told them to exactly. do. Where it's like if you if you're afraid, don't he'll look, know. Don't you act. just have to like. Like shut down, basically, yeah, Yeah. and just let other people get taken away. Other people get like hurt. I think almost the the point of the performance art was what what kind of instigation do we need before we step in? Yeah, before we step, yeah, like where's the brink? Right, and it took it took until he was almost like you know until he was on top of yeah potential like violence of women. Yeah, yeah, I mean already violence. I would say like you know yeah, but like just that extent. But but you know yeah, I mean there still is like a degree of violence in which everyone's Mm -hmm. still just too afraid to step in. Exactly, like her being dragged wasn't enough her asking for help wasn't, wasn't enough. enough I was thinking about that so when he's like picking through her hair yeah. and she's literally like somebody like, yeah. and then there was like eight people who showed up and we're like kill finally, him and yeah, it was like finally. which I think you can definitely pull something out of that I'm unsure I what so I, it's something about yeah. you know just like intolerance maybe there's a lot to dive in like, I don't tolerance know. is kind of a good yeah, pull like, out of that. Like, what are we, we not draw? tolerating? Yeah, like, what are we going to be like, all right, you have officially gone too far, no matter yeah. what the context. Be it, be it some sort be of performance art, art performance yeah. or just another human. Exactly. So I want to talk a little bit about the inspiration for this scene because I think it's fascinating. Go for it. So this was inspired by an incident with Russian performance artist Oleg Kulik. Sorry if that's not how your name is said. Who was known for acting like a dog. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, a little different animal here, but you can just see the parallels. In 1996, he was chained next to a sign that read Dangerous. So was that was what, kind of the premise. Like around his neck? I assume because he was a dog, yes, chained around his neck, and then a signpost was like Dangerous. Okay. And he ended up attacking not only members of the general public and, at one point, biting a man, like, like physically well, attacking That is people. a dog. Like, what yeah, is it's... Dog? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, he also was attacking the other pieces of art that were uh, oh. on exhibition. Yeah, he was also, like... like destroying other artists I'm like, more pieces. upset by that no <laughs> he was he was like he was inflicting harm onto people and then yeah. inflicting harm onto like the other part of this museum space so this scene was definitely drawn from that in terms of like what do we do when the performance art kind of reaches yeah. as we said like such a such like outrageous like harmful damaging point how are we supposed to respond how do we respond yeah. and and even in, in talking about this I still have no idea what to make with the imp in Anne's room imp the ape and the chimp, yeah, the, the chimpanzee. Chimp. I don't. Was it a chimp? I don't. I don't. It was I'm a, not like a monkey it was a expert. Chimp, I thought. It was an ape. I thought there was no tail. None of that. The 
there was no tail. I don't know what to do there, but either because okay, first of all, this is a funny side note of just like how it was made. They brought in this chimp, and they were like every actor. They're like, don't look at it, don't yell, don't shout, don't dance. Yeah. Like it'll attack you. It can kill you. It's wild animal. It's dangerous. Yeah. Do you guys want to pet it? <laughs> <laughs> the character who played Anne was like, no. Like after you told me all these things, like no. I believe it was the character who played Anne. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was like, I don't want to go near this chimp anymore. I don't anymore. need my arm like, like ripped off. It's wild like, animal. Yeah. Talk about like a melding of worlds, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think it's just, like, cool to see there is, like, an origin of art being at display with that ape, of just, like, it vibing, playing with crayons right. or whatever it be. It's kind of doing its own thing. Yeah. There's, I think it's an interesting parallel to like Christian's art. children, who he was like, yeah. do you guys want to, like, draw? And they were like, looks. No. Yeah. They're, they're giving like, Sonic's there. They're themselves they're watching the viral too. victim. Like, yeah. they see themselves <laughs> blowing up. God, I love she, seeing that cat. Wait, yeah, would it, like, flee? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the... I don't remember who, like, on the board was just, like, holding the phone, like, out at Christian. Do you remember when Christian came into his office and she's just, like, playing, like, a newsreel? Oh, yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. being like, this is, like, a That's, like, her boss. Or his boss, his bo- right? yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like, she obviously holds a lot of sway over him. And yeah. she's just staring at him. And he's yeah. like, can you please turn that off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk more about the ape scene? There's a little bit more I could scratch at. Go for it. Just about kind of another meta point about how that was filmed, because first of all, the actor who played the performance artist, yeah. stellar, as you said, yeah. stellar acting, um, he absolutely deserves to be the face of the movie poster. Yeah, if, which is a strange choice, it, but it fits. It fits, it makes it fits really sense. well, yeah. right? To be like, here's somebody like going too far. It's like, an art installation that's not even the square. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, how, how are you going to continue on with your evening after witnessing and being a part are we of about to like sit down and eat no you're about to have like a very fancy everyone's gonna be like well like my night is like yeah there was I'm a not... woman who was just like assaulted exactly, over I'm not about to like josh with like the boys yeah. I'm about to like I don't know like respond to this yeah and be like upset anyway what I was gonna say was the actor who played the performance artist was given kind of like a parameter a set of parameters where it's like you know if anyone like looks at you you can like kind of get up in their face run the alpha out of the room and that was kind of it and each take, he just did, like, completely different things. Like, I'm pretty sure the director ran through this many, many times. Yeah. He's kind of known for doing a scene, like, 50 takes. Just kind of, like, going and going. You gotta get it right. The sex scene with the condom? They yeah. did that, like, 20 times or something. Well, they got the best shot yeah, out of that. he was like, wow, one where she gets the condom, one where I get the condom. <laughs> Sorry, seeing the what, condom stretch between... There was one where it broke. There was one where the condom broke. There was one where the condom snapped up on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying to watch this deleted footage. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see this movie like 30 times I'm over. I'm trying to see all the different iterations. Yeah. yeah. So the reason I bring that up is because the performance artist was given this amount of freedom. He was given, you know, like you can jump on the tables, you can do things. And obviously these are all extras who were given, I'm sure, some semblance of warning, but who never knew truly if yeah. they were about to be targeted. I think it's interesting to see on screen that there is a little bit of that genuine, like you said, when everyone's kind of petrified looking down, yeah. that is acting, but it's also them being like, oh my gosh, like I don't know what's going to yeah. happen. So is, I think it's a great effect. I think it's a great effect. And I think it speaks again to what we've been talking about in terms of like, how do you orient yourself in these kind of like absurd, inherently uncertain situations? And I think one of the things that this movie wants us to say is to act with humanity and to help each other out. And what it's critiquing is how many times that doesn't happen. Especially by the people who have the ability to actually help. Yes. They're the ones who are by and far away the most not doing anything. This whole time I've been talking fondly of this movie, and I I do feel fondly for it. Oh, me too. My issue with this movie is, 
I'll start with its length of two and a half hours. It now, was tough. movies are allowed to be long. Please, absolutely. Yes, like if, especially if we're gonna sit in every shot. I expect a movie to be a little bit longer, but I felt like this movie was a little. It wasn't heavily plot driven. It was diffuse. Yes, it was, and as a result, I feel like sometimes the the story was a little hollow. You know, I, I, I hear that. There, there's elements that were given a reasonable amount of screen time, but mm-hmm. not enough to be major components. And there were elements that were given maybe not not enough screen time. Right, like, like there were glimpses and then there yeah. were kind of like, like Anne could have been threaded throughout. Yeah. And different things could have been like extended or maybe even cut. So, yeah, if you, so, wanted, to, if you yeah. wanted to coalesce. Like there were several different like plot lines running parallel all kind of going on at the same time which does speak to like you know the interruption and distraction I, yeah exactly all, i thought it was a great way to be like christian is trying to do this one relatively simple objective of doing a pr kind of launch and then instead all of this other stuff is like going on at the same time but you, know, you had like the stolen phone into uh, causing trouble for that boy mm-hmm. you had the viral video in his own like professional life and then you had right. like his kids and his sex life and his sort of yeah. like personal experiences there and i feel like the, the first two are pretty major plot points. It's almost, it's almost like plot subplot. But, you know, I feel like those third elements and, you know, even down to the Tourette scene almost. Like just kind of sprinkled me. Yeah, it, it felt a little bloated. You know, it felt like this is saying so much that, you know, I, I saw in a review where the word rambling was used. Mm. And I think that's like kind of a good sort of angle at it. Where it's like, yeah, I agree with the perspectives and points that are being brought up. And I like that we're seeing things on screen and we're having, you know, conversations instigated. Uh-huh. But as a, you know, maybe as a, a narrative structure, it, find, it felt a little weak at times. I totally see what you're saying in that there were points where maybe it felt like we just loaded it up with so many different things that we didn't really get to dig too deeply into each. Yeah. However, I mean, frankly, like... Like, like, oh, I'm just thinking about the cheerleading scene. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, look, look, I, like, yeah, again, like, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I want to push back against it a little bit because I just really liked that aspect of the movie. Yeah. Frankly, like, I enjoyed the cheerleader scene, too, as just a way of, like, Christian is dealing in the aftermath of, frankly, like, ending his career. And now yeah. he's, like, trying to support his daughters. But you can see in his face in the audience that he's just, like, very tense. He's a little out of it, yeah. Yeah, he's a lot of everything. So, yeah, like... If you wanted something to coalesce it a little more, I think the movie didn't quite do that. But I think the fact that it didn't do it serviced well into the the same theme that it's talking about, about distraction, about, you know, how how tangibly are we living our lives? And going back to kind of like the significance of the square itself, how are we failing on those obligations to help each other out, to have equal rights, to listen to one another? We live in a society we are all we are all people individuals Ah. amongst others Mm. but as a result of that it kind of it's hard for us to empathize you know like if i'm driving the tesla of justice i'm sure i might have troubles at home with my my daughters and because of having these sort of troubles trying to get my wallet back and having to deal with this viral video thinking perhaps about about beggars on the street right like the lived experiences are so different and that's what christian i think is really hitting on in that apology video and just that like yes this is like a societal issue because we are so segmented and squared away in our different like classes and like races and positionalities that we can't sometimes look past them and just see each other as like people i feel like christian holding up a phone making a video with a square over his face on his face i could spend 30 minutes just talking about what the heck that might be all the time the square showed up in the stairwell when he's threatening people and you see the square just him running up the square stairway all of these different squares popping up everywhere each time you could pause the movie and talk about all right well what what is like here if if we know what the square is supposed to mean how is that being 
manifested between these right like how is this being enacted right now how is it either being failed or you know i think in the rare instances upheld because there were there were points where i felt that like generosity begot begets generosity such as when he gets his wallet back and then gives it all away and he's still doing it in a pretentious performative manner but he's doing it because somebody was kind to him and me being upset about like i don't know the tightness of the narrative that is very much secondary to the fact that i thought this movie was technically brilliant i thought it was very very Uh, very artful laugh out loud funny i was laughing there were parts where i was definitely like clutching my gut and it definitely i think stoked very important conversations about not just the art world but really about like elitism and kind of how that can be manifested yeah the the amount of questions that it raised for me just 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 thinking through you know like how how do we receive help like what's at stake in these various environments like what are we even in need of just all of these things like flooding in and touching upon at different points in the movie i think it's all very important for people to kind of at least wrestle with those questions a little bit and yeah. take a step back and kind of examine where you are, not just in your life, but where you are in relation to the lives immediately around you and the lives just around you in general. So what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene, my favorite scene, frankly, was the post-sex scene. Um, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because when she popped open that, when she popped open that trash can... <sighs> But because we've talked about it, I'll say my favorite sex... Or, wow, not my favorite sex scene. My favorite scene... Sorry, the POV on the sex scene, when it's like Anne yeah. looking, and then you look... I oh, I couldn't handle it. I just love all the soft clapping. No. No! <laughs> my favorite scene was when Anne confronts Christian. In- <laughs> <laughs> like, sometime after. Yeah. And she's like, what did we do last night? And yeah. it's like, um, we hung out. And went back to yours. And, and it's just... All of it, and then the chairs, the chairs, just relentlessly in the background, being like, "So what do you? <laughs> What's my name?" It's like, <laughs> you "Don't do these." I love the hard pause. And and he's like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> and then and then God the the um the museum lady who walks in and he's like, "No, no," and then she just sits the face framing the framing on that scene where she's like cut off a little and then she and then she leans forward. <laughs> that scene I yeah, that scene is one of my two favorites, of yeah. course, just because difficulties of communication, like the barriers yeah. of these two people like talking yeah. and like treating each other. As if they were in the square, because yeah. at this point, they're just not on the same page. No. And how could they be with this like, art exhibition like, rocketing yeah. in the background? Uh, what was your favorite scene? Um, I'll contrast a little bit. I'll choose some others. I'm going to do. I'm gonna cheat and say two. Um, one yeah, is the, two, the, 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 the... Tesla of Justice. What? The t- oh! <laughs> that was my That's movie. not track five. No, it's not. That's <laughs> the only show I have in that movie. Is that Genesis by Justice? It's track one. It's track one. It is track one. Not track five. Yeah, when I heard it, I was like, this is the beginning of the yeah, this Which, is not you know, even like jumping. He put again. the CD and it still makes sense. Like he requested track five. I guess mean track five that was playing. But uh, caught phantom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the the uh, art imi- the imitation of the ape scene. Yes, it's just hard yes. not to mention because it's such a cool. It's so scene. good. It's really really um, good. But I don't know. I think I'd probably have to say. Take a second. I had it. I had it. No, I, I know it. you. Do. We got distracted yeah, a little bit. Speaking distractions, all about. Oh man. The amount of time people were just walking, looking at their phones. Every time Christian was in a crowd and everyone was sweeping by, like talk about. There not was a lot of people just like walking on their phones. When it was like the mall scene, and he goes up, I was like, wow, pre-COVID was a wild time. Yeah, like none of these people are wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, like no, they're they're so close to each other. Germs. Ah, icky. 
my favorite scenes probably would have to be the contrast of two that you chose. Oh, yeah, just so I'm not like repeating it? it. Probably the ape imitation Flawless. scene because I think it's just a powerful scene. A lot of cool moments in that. A lot of that. different things going into it. A lot of too. long takes, brilliant acting. Yes. But it... It's gotta be like the viral video. Oh, it's gotta be the promotional my, video like when you clip into it and you just watch I that trailer. I had for no it. idea when it was the counting down. I was like, "Where are we right now? Like, what's happening?" And they then it hit. blew that they... child up. <laughs> they detonated that child. If you're commenting about beggars, why did you have blonde hair? And it's like good point. Hey, I love that they included that question. Oh, yeah. I, the whole ending, the Q and A at the end. Yeah, that was great. Really Self censorship. It's like, oh damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like, what are we like holding our punches for? They really just missed everything. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like none of the marks hit in yeah. terms of like what we were shooting for. Yeah. Except if you do count the PR form's goal of stirring up controversy, which they do very well. They made it on the newspaper. They, they could just bought those new. They could have just bought those, those no, pages anyway. Too much money. <sighs> no, they bought primetime ad space. That's like a square. A square. That's like a tiny a square. Square. That's square. <laughs> <laughs> like Christian resigning got them so much more. Po- sorry, sorry, sorry. Not to go all the way back to the beginning, but when they're lifting that statue and up, the- and it- <laughs> <laughs> How do we treat our zoom? <laughs> God, and I'm so happy we saw the construction workers installing it. That was a yeah, very small team. It was cool. I thought it, it looked. Good. I loved it. I loved it a lot. It was cool. So your favorite scene was the probably the viral scene video. and then the, the yeah. viral video itself, which yeah. was so many different things. I just thought it was just she, it was funny. And she gets hurt. <laughs> flash Arabic writing flash the museum it's like oh wow I can't wait to like imagine imagine seeing that without any of this context right being like I can't wait to step into the square and blow up like that'd what? be sick sign me up I'll go step on it like what oh last like closing side note right in terms of square inside outside all this exclusionary accessibility things the one time that I saw people in the square was when it was moved do you remember this one it was when it was moved inside and Christian was with his daughters and he's telling them about his grandfather's time when people would help each other out. And, like, you know, other parents would, like, watch your kids, da 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 da, da. And They're standing in the square, and he's standing outside of it, speaking into the square. I just pinged that, because that was the one time that I actually saw, like, people in the square, and it was just his two in daughters. In the square. The people are in, in squares square. all the time. People are in squares all the time, yeah. But the actual exhibit that yeah. is the square, that's, I, as far as I remember, the only time we actually see someone in it. Yeah. So, that's just an interesting thing in terms of, like, talking into the square, as opposed to talking in the square. And that's a wrap on The Square. Join us next week for Stalker, a psychological drama following three men into the mysterious zone. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Subtitled Cinema for movie lists, behind-the-scenes content, and other good fun. I'm Kevin. And I'm Michael. And thank you for listening.